2: LMFM Podcasts brought to you with Carrickmacross Credit Union getting hitched. Carrickmacross Credit Union likes to say I do when financing your wedding loan. O'Neill Street, Carrickmacross or CarrickmacrossCU.ie. Michael, Michael Reed on
3: LMFM Now let's go to Dundalk that's where Lisa Smith would like to go. Lisa Smith as you know a, a native of Dundalk once a member of the Irish Army worked on the government jet uh, became Muslim, radicalised and went to Syria and lived in Raqqa for a while. She said to to the Mail on Sunday in that interview that we heard part of yesterday, the only thing I did was come here and if that's my crime, like a lot of other people's for coming here and realising I made a mistake. Uh, She said life was like back home. This is in Raqqa where she lived uh, for some time. Get up in the morning, go shopping, get your stuff, come home. Cook your dinner, clean your house, uh, and uh, very like living in Dundalk, uh, which uh, obviously uh, is uh, where she would like to return. Uh, but uh, it's not all the same. Uh, she said that's why we came here, you know, no alcohol, no prostitution, no gays, no anything. And for me, I really liked to live in the Islamic State because I never got to see any of this. Uh, let's uh, gauge uh, the mood locally with Sinn Féin councillor Rory Murcu and Conor Keelan, who's a Fianna Fáil councillor. Good morning to both of you and thanks uh, for joining morning, us. Uh, 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 obviously, uh, everybody in Dundalk, if not everybody in the country, has an opinion on Lisa Smith at this stage. Rory Murcu what are your thoughts?
0: Well, my thoughts are, um, this is a woman from Dundalk, She obviously made a dreadful mistake in the sense I don't think there's anybody who would stand over her decision to go out and join ISIS. Um, But there is a two-year-old child involved, and the Irish government has said, you know, as an Irish citizen, they are looking to take her home. Now, there are varying views in relation to this. There are people who are completely against it. There are people who would see that it would be... It's a dangerous pace to leave a woman who is an Irish citizen with a young child and to bring her home. I've even seen a number of people in the last while who would have said initially, I can't stand over what she did, um, look at the organisation that she was involved in, but who have now come round to the idea that you know, there's a two-year-old child involved and really she needs to be taken home. Taking into account that obviously I assume authorities over there will have questioned her, and authorities here would need to question her from a point of view of finding out the journey that she made and any other information that would be relevant to possibly stopping this type of action happen again or any other information that would be pertinent or useful as regards ISIS or similar entities.
3: Mm. Uh, And uh, should she come home... uh after being assessed and live, as anybody else does, a free and normal life, in other words, in this country, or should she be monitored by Gardaí?
0: Well, I'd say that's a question for the Gardaí and whatever, and Army Intelligence and whoever else, and they will make that determination as regards whether she poses a danger or not. And I assume that they will make an assessment, and they will carry out what is necessary on that basis.
3: Connor Keelan, what are your thoughts?
2: Well um first of all uh, uh, I'd like to point out that um well obviously there has to be intervention from the government in the sense that uh, uh citizenship can only be stripped away um if an individual has uh, a second citizenship so that is that's obviously why the government is going to intervene in this case and um, people obviously as, as Rory has referred to have, do have strong views here um, but um, there has to be some form of intervention and um, there is also a two year old child um, uh, um, that we have to consider as well and um, um, uh, in relation to in relation to your, your previous question um, about um, uh, what should what should happen then um, uh, in the event that uh, uh, Lisa does return um, to Ireland, well, um, well, frankly, um, uh, first of all, she needs to be seriously debriefed um, by both um, Garda and uh, military intelligence. Um, uh, to assess is she, um, uh, is she a threat um, uh, to, the, to the state. Um, like it must be, must be remembered that she made a conscious decision um, to go out um, to uh, Syria when um, uh, ISIS was recognised as a terrorist and death cult by all uh, member states of the EU, including Ireland. And um, there was wide press and media coverage of their activities at the time. Mm. So um, she was, uh, uh, unless you were, um, unless you were living underground, you wouldn't be, have been aware of the activities that were going on there. So and like in relation to the recent article that was featured in the Mail on Sunday, uh, I, you know you, you would seriously question um, uh, what is being reported in terms of her views. of of her own experience out there in ISIS. It certainly wouldn't have been the the experience of many of the the victims of the ISIS regime.
3: How how she enjoyed aspects of of life in Raqqa.
2: That would appear to have been her experience.
3: Uh, And uh, the father of her child is a British jihadist called Sajid Aslam. Uh, And his first wife, uh, Lorna Murr, who's from County Tyrone, was jailed for two and a half years for not telling the British authorities about his plans to join ISIS or to take the children there. Uh, That's not an option open to the Irish authorities in terms of dealing with Lisa Smith. Is that a a flaw in the Irish law, do you think? Uh, Because uh, there is an EU directive which we didn't sign up to. Well,
2: that, that, uh, sorry, um, is that is that for? Is that yeah, for go me, ahead, you know, Conor.
3: Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, mm.
2: um, that that is that is that is possibly um, possibly a potential flaw in this uh, in this case as well. I know there's there's a slight disparity as well in the um, in the Begum case um, in the uh, as well uh, that arose previously. But of course, uh, Begum had uh, Bangladeshi citizenship, so um, uh, it's it's definite the sense that. Um, uh, uh, Lisa Smith only has Irish citizenship in the sense that so uh, so uh, the Irish government have to um, have to act here because we can't make make our status um, and uh, no but uh, uh,
0: in um, in fairness I think Connor has dealt with a lot of it about the, particularly the question in relation she has Irish citizenship mm. and we have said the authorities I imagine the authorities over there. And probably authorities from a number of other countries have already questioned her. I Mm. would like to think that the Gardaí and military intelligence would, would absolutely be briefed or would find out exactly everything they need to know. And on that basis, they will make a determination as regards...
3: But um, in, in many other European sorry. countries, Whether she would have broken the law, Rory. In many other European countries, she would have broken the law by travelling to an IS state uh, under a European directive, which Ireland didn't sign up to. Uh, and yes. that's what I'm asking about. Should, should what she has already done have been illegal? It's not illegal. And under Irish law, she has not done anything wrong. But should, should that be the case or should we have signed up to that directive or should we move to do so now?
0: Well, that's a determination we would have to make. I suppose in relation to ISIS, I'm assuming we are seeing the death pangs of the organization at the minute. But again, I don't think it's okay for anybody to join an organization such as ISIS. So they are determinations that need to be made at a governmental level. Obviously, you can't introduce anything retrospectively. But in relation to Lisa Smith, we have to look at exactly what she may have done Mm. She is going to have to come 100% completely clean in relation to this.
2: No, I, I would I would agree on that. I think I think introducing re- retrospective of legislation in uh, would be um, uh, certainly would be I think the wrong thing to do. But I, I think uh, this case, I think there's a lot to be learned from uh, mm. in the in the Iraqis. um uh, he- Heaven forbid that there would be any sort of uh, similar. Um, conflict arising in the Middle East or any, any other uh, region of the world. And um, we would certainly, in an attempt to discourage people travelling to it, perhaps the government could look at um, closing any, any lo- loopholes mm. whereby uh, other EU partners were, um, and we then follow suit.
0: I think we would also need to look at exactly how she made her journey, and I don't just mean physically. I mean, where, to a degree where she thought it was a, an idea to go and join ISIS. Mm. So I think that is information that we need to garner from a point of view of whether there is any uh, uh, for I us mean, to, to offer prevention so uh, we can avoid this type of action. And, and when she
3: so, says she ran with the crowd, I suppose uh, the question is if the crowd are in Dundalk.
0: Yeah, well, I suppose the question is, who is the crowd and what exactly mm, did well, you mean by yeah.
3: that? Are, are they living locally or was it a crowd that she came across on the internet?
0: That's it, I have no information in relation to that. I assume at this stage the authorities have some sort of idea, and I imagine after speaking to her they will have a better idea, and then obviously maybe from that we can take action, as I say, to try and avoid mm. or prevent somebody else going down what is an absolutely terrible road.
3: Yeah. Would she sure, be welcome back in Dundalk? I mean, she obviously still has uh, family in uh, the town, friends, uh, people who grew up with her, people who knew her, people uh, who would have worked with her, uh, friends in the mosque, uh, uh, and that sort of thing. Uh, but generally speaking, do you think that she'd be welcome back in the town, Conor Kealan? Um, I uh, look, um,
2: I, 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 uh, I, I haven't, I haven't met many, um, I haven't met many representations. To be honest, calling for um, calling for swift re- repatriation. Um, to be honest, my ma- uh, my ma- and I have been somewhat perplexed of the, in the attitude of the government in in their stance in terms of that. It's, it appears as if this has to be done quite fast. Um, and my attitude in the sense of that is that if the repatriation is done in a swift and fast mm. uh, fashion, uh, that is to face justice in the courts. That, that, would, that would be my view mm. and, and and i might say as well that um given the actions of ISIS over in um uh, over in Syria and other parts of the Middle east um uh given the fact that we have people living in this country still in, in direct provision and mm. um, uh, uh, perhaps uh fit the definitivn and Independent might look at at their stance and the same and indeed um uh, how to square that one you know in terms of um uh, the attitude of say ISIS towards the Yuzili people, in France and um, uh, how uh, they're, um, they're now considering um, uh, repatriating. Um, uh, but that's
3: our responsibility, uh, then, isn't it? I mean, that's what, uh, what,
2: well, what happens to her. I've, re- re- I've, I've already
3: said that. I've no, I know that. But that. What, what, happens, what happens to her when she comes back is a, a different way, d- Day's work. Uh, but as a, a citizen, she is our responsibility, the state's responsibility. Yes. Mm. Yes. Uh, and uh, what do you think, Rory Amurkud? Uh, will she be welcome back in Dundalk?
0: There's different views. I've heard people who are, and obviously anybody who has gone online in relation to any of this will have seen some very negative comments in relation to her. Um, I have heard other people that obviously see this from the point of view of a child and say we can't exactly leave her out there in danger in Syria. Mm. So, um. I believe, even from the point of view of her family and her friends, if Lisa Smith, following, as they say, debriefing and all the rest mm-hmm. of it by the authorities, does make her way back to Dundalk, yeah. she would have a lot of proving to do to her friends, to her family, to anybody else in, and in whichever community. And to and and the security to forces. Society.
3: And to the security forces. I mean, no matter what debriefing there is, I mean, you'd have to assume that there would be 24-hour surveillance on uh, Lisa Smith if she was to return to this country, whether it was to Dundalk or uh, the Ring of Kerry or wherever she ends up. Uh, But there would be 24-hour surveillance on her. And if it was in Dundalk, wouldn't that be really bizarre, given the lack of Gardaí that we have in the town and that there would be a 24-hour guarded presence in the town, which would amount to what, maybe three or four officers over the course of a, a week, 24 hours a day, uh, watching what she does and when she goes to the shops and to the creche and so on.
0: Well, yeah, they will. The Gardaí and military intelligence will have to make their own assessment in relation to what the danger she poses and what mm. they think they need. But, I would but say don't or, you think people uh, you would have resent no, that? You'll have no argument with me as regards the fact that we have insufficient number of Gardaí to mm. deal with the crime and whatever else we're dealing with at the minute whether that's uh, drug-organised mm. crime, violence in Dundalk and Drogheda. But
3: you could understand people resenting that use way. of Garda resource, couldn't you?
0: Oh, people will resent that. They will also resent, at times, the fact that they believe that the guards don't have a sufficient amount of resources to give them the service that they require or they mm. think they, they need at that particular time.
3: Mm. Well, I suppose that's the point, is it not? Connor Keelan, uh, how do you think people would feel if... As Rory Murco says, uh, there's not a, a enough guardie to protect the people of the town, and suddenly more guardie are brought in to oversee the activities of somebody who has become a nicest bride.
2: Well, well, the issue of the issue of lack like, of resource has been highlighted at joint police meetings for some time now, mm-hmm. and um, uh, and we are we are obviously hoping that and campaigning that we get more in the region. Um, now, uh, if uh, uh, if if and when lisa returns um the um and through debriefing etc., um uh it, it is it it is it is it would be probable i am obviously i'm not in the guardian myself but i would assume if she were living here there would have to be some form of um of a garter um, uh, um uh surveillance given her uh, former activities and uh, location might be and and that would that would be a call yeah. uh, you know given right. our, i
3: think people our our would demand it, it see, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah they, they mightn't like it, it but they they would demand uh, it i think it would
2: she, she, be is, she has served she has served on the government jet mm. for 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 instance she has been uh, she has been um uh she's a former serving member of the defense mm. forces herself mm. she is, she has access to uh, to potential um, uh, she's there's there's potential intimate uh, security knowledge that she has gained access to in her own capacity. So as I said she she needs to be fully fully military debriefs uh, uh, uh from by both uh guard and military intelligence when she um, and she does return, okay. back it is in
3: any case. All right, listen, we we'll leave it there for the moment. Thank you both very much indeed uh, for joining us uh, this morning. Connor Keelan, Fianna Fáil Councillor in Louth and Sinn Féin's Rory O'Murku.
1: Michael, Michael
2: Reed on, on, on LMFM. LMFM Podcasts. Brought to you with Cartman Cross Credit Union. Getting hitched. Carrick Credit Union likes to say I do when financing your wedding loan. O'Neill Street, Carrick Carrick-McCross, or CarrickMcCrossCU.ie
1: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.